Hi everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode two of Chit Chat with Karina, a health, wellness, and lifestyle podcast specifically designed for teen girls by a teen girl. I'm your host, Karina Cambone, and today we have a very special episode featuring a very close friend of mine, Deborah Burnoff, all the way from Arizona. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this brand new episode. Hello, and welcome to episode two of Chit Chat with Karina, a podcast all about health, well-being, and lifestyle specifically for teenagers. I am your host, Karina Cambone, and thank you so much for tuning in today for episode two. Today, we have a very special guest, Dapper Burnoff. She's a life coach, motivational public speaker, an incredibly talented teacher and health and wellness enthusiast. Hi, Deborah, and thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me today. Hey, Karina. (laughs) I'm so excited to have you as a guest because I think you are passionate about helping women, making them feel empowered, and teaching them important skills on how to be confident. Before we get into our discussion today, um, for about changing mindset, the power of positivity, and how to feel more confident, I'd love for you to share a little bit about yourself and what you do with our listeners. Sure. Well, I have a a long history. I think everyone in the world does. But the thing that would be most relevant for your listeners to hear is I'm a regular girl, and I know what it feels like to feel really great one day and really crappy on another day. And so I've spent um, many, many years of my life helping people in my business, people that are clients, people that cross my path, just giving them tools so that they can have a lot more of the days where they feel amazing and eliminate as best as possible those days where they feel crappy. That's so amazing. So um, today in my podcast, I just wanted to talk about a little bit about, um, first of all, just starting to talk about negativity and negative energy. So I'll just start off by painting the picture for you about what I see happening a lot today at school. So Right now, especially, I see a lot of negative energy because of midterm assessments. They're coming up, and it's crunch time at school, and I hear a lot of complaints and negativity of the stresses of school that everyone can't keep up with the pressures and the workload and all the drama between friends. So I was wondering if you could give some, provide some insight on how can someone potentially change that negativity around or how can someone navigate through that sort of negative energy? Sure. That's a really, you know, it's a pressing topic today. And I would love just for everybody to know from the beginning that most of these people aren't that bummed out. You know, if you go to school and people are complaining about this or that or the other, the chances are they got up that morning and they felt fine. But what happens, especially in North America, and it's just so you know, prevalent in the way that we are raised in this country, and that is to want to be like everybody else and to fit in. And unfortunately, people, you know, they might say like, oh, I, you know, I've got my outfit on, I'm walking out the door, I'm going to school, I feel good about myself, I like what I'm wearing. My homework is done. I'm ready. And they walk up to the very best friend. The very best friend says, oh, I really didn't have anything to wear today and blah, blah, blah. And instead of saying, like, well, I'm sorry that you feel that way. I feel really good today. They immediately downplay themselves. 
And so what I would really love for people to know is that all these people are not all that negative walking around. They're really just trying to fit in. And if one person, usually it's the complainer that speaks first, right? Yeah. So you get to class and somebody's saying like, oh, this test is going to be so hard or this teacher's a pitch, blah, blah, blah. Well, you must agree with them in order to fit in. And so everyone is really just trying to fit in. And the way that they're doing it is by complaining. And so, you know, how can someone navigate that? How can someone say, I don't really want to be negative today? You know, as you know, I have a daughter, she's 18, I have two girls, but my 18-year-old has navigated this, and it's been challenging all these years, and so I'll hear her, you know, being around different friends, have a conversation about, oh, I'm complaining about this, and blah, 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 and so then she starts being negative about some particular topic. At the same time, she could go over to a different group of friends and they're all happy and bubbly about something and then the next thing you know, she's happy and bubbly. So if that's the case, then where do you decide, you, Karina, you, anybody that's listening, where do you decide that you want to be the leader of the positive? Yeah. Because the negative is just, is, is just people fitting in. Yeah. And it's not real. And it's not real just like some of the things that we all think are happening. You know, it's just like social media, all these things that we see, oh, their life looks so good. That's not really real in most cases. So the first thing to do would be to say, like, hey, if it's not really real and I can make a difference by being positive, what I've learned over the years is just be the person that changes the conversation. So imagine you're at school tomorrow, Karina, what could you do to change a conversation, right? So you're sitting in lunchroom and people are complaining about whatever. Switching the subject into something that everybody loves, the new great song, you know, what do you think of Billie Eilish's new song that she dropped, whatever it is, to to shift the gears because people will follow the person that is leading. Yeah, and I definitely can see, like, even at school, it's kind of like a ripple effect almost. Like, one person just starts, and then it's just, like, never-ending spiral. It just kind of, like, unlocks Pandora's chest of, like, everyone complaining about everything. And I just, I really agree with that. And um, I think that was some really good advice. Um, I have another thought on that, actually. So what if... You know what you were saying originally is if it gets really negative and then it spirals, then what happens for a person if it does go negative, right? Like, oh, you can't always be like, hey, let's just switch and be the happy person like that, you know. That's awesome and that's the way to be. But what if you have a bad day? What if someone rubs off on you and you, you know what I mean? So the first thing I really love for people to know is that, um, well, did you see the movie Inside Out? Did you see that movie? Uh, oh, like the animated one? Yeah, the animated Disney movie oh, yeah, with the five yeah. characters, okay. Joy and Sadness. Okay, yeah, that yeah. is literally, that movie is phenomenal Yeah. because that is how the brain works. And so your brain is taking in messages and it's filing them and it's deciding what it's going to do with everything that comes in. So input, how do I react to it and where do I place yeah. that? And so if you're taking something in that's negative and then you feel negative and all of a sudden yeah. it's like, 2 a.m. and you're like, I'm going to do terrible on my tests and my friends aren't really that great and, you know, I don't really feel, you know, I, I like this guy. I don't know if he like, you know, just then the next thing and 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 the next thing, you know, you feel nervous and upset. You can't sleep. You go to school and you're like, but there's really nothing wrong with your life. All of a sudden you feel negative. You feel anxious or whatever. So if you think about that movie, 
you remember it had all those little balls in it where, like, all the little balls would go into all these little files? <laughs> yeah, like the little memories? Yeah, the little memories. Yeah. So if you're, you're sitting around and you're thinking, like, oh, I don't feel that happy, you're putting little memories into, a, like, a permanent storage. So what you want to do is be aware of that. If we could just be aware of that and say, I am making a decision to take circumstances that are happening right now that are negative and putting that into my brain and then storing that memory as something that's like really real and positive. Like the brain thinks of it as the truth. And like a pos- not, um, not positive like happy, but positive is like truth. It's a fact. So you don't want to do that. So what can you do to get out of a negative thing? Well, first of all, just being aware of the fact. This is kind of a concept that is pretty, is complicated, but it's easy because you just watch a movie and you figure it out. If you are feeling blue yeah. and you keep on telling yourself your life sucks, you're sending a message to your brain that your life sucks, and pretty soon it will believe it because it will store that memory permanently. So what if instead you just say, this is temporary? You just say it's temporary, and then I can shift my gears, and I can replace it with a good memory, just like you saw in that movie. This yeah. is really how the brain works. So then you would have to fill your brain with positive messages. Mm-hmm. So one of the things I've done my whole life is I have a top ten thing that I do at night, especially on bad days. I will force myself to come up with ten good things. Mm-hmm. If I want to go to bed thinking of 10 good things that happened today. And it could be as much as like, um, I'm here, I ate something good. Like, you know, some days it's like, this is just the worst day. But if you just continue to send yourself those positive messages and store great memories, it will override the negative. And then it will be easier for you to snap out of it. Yeah, I actually 100% agree with that. Because especially at school, I notice, I just feel like, like what you were saying is just everyone is just so negative about everything and it's just almost like a downward spiral and even like life is not even that bad for us like we're really privileged like we get to go to school but I guess just like it's just constantly always thinking about the negative things which like really gets into especially a lot of girls brains and then it just makes them feel like their life is a lot worse than it actually is and I feel like also um, there's just like a lack of like willpower and like no one really wanting to like do anything so they just feel like it's better just to rant and complain about being negative when really that's not the case at all yeah and that's just a mindset thing right so i i know a lot of people will say like oh willpower i just really want to be able to get myself to i mean even again i was with tara my daughter and all her friends over thanksgiving and they're like oh i haven't been to the gym I don't work out once since school started, and, oh, it's just so hard to get there. So that's a classic example of eating healthy and working out. Those are two hardest things for people. And so where's my willpower? And it's fascinating because it has nothing to do with willpower, nothing at all. There's no no such thing. It's merely you owning yourself. And if I could look back when I was your age, when I, you know, my teenage years, if I would have owned, number one, what I was doing, so, you know, not blaming other people for my circumstances, owning it. Like, if I didn't do well on a test, okay, it's yeah. owning it. If I didn't get the, okay, what if, like, here's an extreme example. Like, what if a guy doesn't like me? Hmm. Is it that he just doesn't like me? Or could I own that maybe I wasn't 
the right personality at the right you know there's so many ways of looking at life if you own it then what happens is you take the control from other people and put it on yourself and that gives you a lot of power mm-hmm. a lot of power even if you have a friend that's awful and you're like oh they're so terrible I can't believe they did this to me blah, blah, blah. or you have to own the fact first that you chose to be their friend it's on you so owning everything in your life will give you so much power and like I said like if I could go back and redo that and then the other you know I would just feel so much more confident because I would know how I my decisions dictate how happy I am my decisions dictate what I'm going to do tomorrow my decisions dictate how successful I'm going to be in high school and in college and then my career whatever I choose to be my successful in every area of life and the other thing that comes along with that with willpower and the silliness really the silliness of it and owning who you are and what you're capable of and all your decisions is really owning who you are mm-hmm. How, people just constantly cut themselves down again why i don't know i don't see kim Kar- i'm not a big fan of kim kardashian as far as like i think she's cool <laughs> i just wish that she would do more with her platform that she's got but do you do you see her putting herself down like in a way like no do you yeah. see people, you know, they, because they are realized, they realized a long time ago that they're capable of a lot. And so what if every girl in your friendship circle, Karina, what if they all, all of a sudden walked around feeling like, you know what, whatever comes my way, I'll be able to handle it. Yeah, that would probably be a lot better because I feel like a lot well, of Well, what the conversation would be like then? What would the conversation yeah. be like? Probably a lot more positive because I just feel like, with the negativity, it just like starts and then never stops. Yeah, and they, and then and then all of a sudden you were feeling happy, and then all of a sudden you yeah. just feel like the world is coming to an end, and it's your little world, you know. It, and that's very relevant. Like, even though you're in your own little circle, we all are. Mm-hmm. Whatever's happening in our lives at the moment, it's fact. It's a fact. Whether it's ridiculous, it's silly, we're negative, we're spiraling, we're acting nonsense about nothing. It's our world and it's our facts. And if, yeah. if you can, you know, so that's important. It's important. Whatever's going on in the latest thing, it's important to us at the moment. Yeah. And also just to go back to what you were saying before about um, just owning yourself. Like, how would you do that, though? Because it seems like an easy thing to do, but how can you, how would you be able to, like, take that, like, like, how can you just be able to accept that? Because I feel like sometimes it's just, like, a really huge step to own that you've done something wrong. And because then you start feeling bad about yourself. So, do you have any like way that you would recommend to own your like own up to what you've done wrong? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Um, I have some pre-programmed messages or sayings or quotes that I have in my brain when I screw up that allow me not to feel bad about myself. And so, for example, one of them is like, let's just say I screwed up and I'm like, I screw up like 5,000 times a day. I screwed up today, like more times than I can remember. And they're either little or big or whatever it is, but I'm always making mistakes because I'm human. And humans make mistakes. But when I make a mistake, I will tell myself, this is a mistake because I need to learn something right now. Excuse me. Whatever it is I need to learn. I need to learn to do this differently, to slow down, to do this better, to be kinder, to whatever it is. Like, I stop, I look at the mistake, and I say, why does the mistake happen? And then I own whatever that is so that I'm really just making adjustments based on the mistake I made. And it becomes 
a learning lesson instead of a mistake. And I think that's the wisest thing we can ever do with our human behavior, our own behavior, is don't take mistakes as I'm, I suck, I'm lousy, I'm a mistake, I'm never going to get it right, I'm never going to do blah, blah, this means the way it's going to be because I suck. No, you just learn something. And you may not do it perfectly again the next time, and you may not do it perfectly again the next time, but you are learning and you will, over time, stop making the mistake. And so that's what you have to keep in your mind, like, hey, I'm not, um, you know, I, I don't have to look at myself as a loser or failure. I look at myself like, and I, this is, okay, so that's one of the messages I send myself, like, okay, what can I learn here? How can I do better? And number two, I have a saying that I love. I share this with people all the time because people will say, like, um, you know, I need to do better. I need to do this. I need to do that. I need to do this and that need. And that, that, that whole saying comes along with, like, some kind of a guilt or, like, acknowledgement that I'm not doing the right thing. I flip it, and I have people all over the world saying, every day I'm getting better. Every day I'm getting stronger. I'm getting better today. I'm getting there. Like something like that will allow you to shift gears. So, yeah, I made a mistake, but, hey, I'm working on myself. I'm getting better. I want to be better. That keeps your brain thinking in the right direction. That's also kind of like a little bit of a confidence thing, I think, like just knowing, being confident yourself and also um, being confident in, like, your decisions and just changing your mindsets instead of, like, to, like, a negative mindset, just a confident mindset as well, which I think is really helpful. Yeah, um, absolutely. So from there, I think that just leads me into my next question about uh, specifically about confidence. So I feel like a lot of girls complain about their looks, and I know since you probably have a daughter, you probably heard it all um, about you know everything, how they don't like how they look, and I know this is like a big problem, especially at school. Or they're not even about their looks; they're just complaining about they're not smart enough, they're not popular enough, it's never enough. So. And it's just easy to stand on the other side and just say, oh, you're silly, you're beautiful, and you're so smart as a friend. Um, but I don't really know if that sinks in. So what can we change in our mindsets to walk around more confidently? Mm. So there's two questions kind of. One is like how do you help yourself and one is how do you help other people? Yeah. So helping yourself, I will like – I would be lying if I didn't say the truth, which is accepting yourself comes with age. And, you know, at my age, I'm, you know, 49 years old, it took a long time for me to accept the things I didn't like about myself. I'm not saying I love every single part of myself as it is today, but the fact of the matter is you're much more tolerant of the things that you deem as flaws. And it's just going to take time for people especially girls, as you said, to really appreciate what it is they do have and to stop look. you know, you, you can look at yourself and say, oh, I have this wrong or that wrong, or, you know, whatever it is. My that's too big, my nose is too big, this is too small, my hair is too this, blah, 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 blah. And we have all these wonderful idols on social media to make ourselves feel even worse because we'll never catch up or match up. And so how do you take all these messages you're receiving that says perfect is necessity, right? 
Mm-hmm. And, and really what I learned along the way, Karina, is number one, it's just going to take time. And the messages that you send yourself repeatedly, again, you're storing memories. And so when you do something great and you feel beautiful in the moment, you've got to really remember to think about that moment. So let's just say you got an A on the test and the teacher called you um, out in front of the rest of your class and said, wow, look at that, Karina did X, Y, and Z, or you, know, or you presented something and everybody in their class was listening the entire time or whatever it is, you feel a certain way. And those are the very moments that you have to maximize. You have to think about them. So I encourage people to think about the times that they did feel very good and to really take a look at the beauty that came from it. You might feel really confident in a moment, like let's just, for example, say you did. You made a presentation. It went well. Your class was listening. Of like whatever. Your teacher, you know, everybody was like really thought you did a great job. You could tell at the end of it your friends were saying, oh, that was awesome, and they're not just yesing you. So just really program that in your brain. Like that is who I am. That is the person I am. And then maybe you don't really like the way that something is shaped on your physical body, but over time you'll begin to appreciate all the things that you are because we are a package. We are a full package. And all of our bits and pieces come together. And so at a very young age it's very hard to see because you're looking at everything else, but over time you will still get that message. And so I would just encourage every single young person to think about the things that they're doing well and not just have them in your head because, of course, you got your negative, but to really associate, how did I feel at that moment? I felt so beautiful. I felt so strong. I felt so confident. I felt so smart. I was smiling on the inside, whatever it is, and allow that to carry you through the other time. And then when your friends, well, when your friends are really just looking for a compliment because they're trying, you're exactly right. It doesn't sink in. Oh, you're smart. Oh, you're beautiful. They really are not really paying any attention at all. Yeah. They're just looking for something. They want to bring you down, really. They really just want, and then they don't mean to. People don't mean to. But I have a magic question that I ask people, and that is, what if? I just use those two words, what if? And then you say, what if? Okay, so say, oh, um, I look like crap today, or I woke up so late I didn't have time, I just put my hair on and make me bone, or I didn't have, or I have a pimple, or I blah, blah, blah. I mean, it could be nothing, it could be everything. It could be something really tragic, right? It could be like something really bad is happening. Whatever it is, I say, what if, and then I flip it around. So, okay. I have a big, huge pimple North Star on the tip of my nose. Let's just see a silly, stupid, silly thing. Okay, and they're like, ah, What's going on? Oh, you know, this and you don't know what to say. You're like, you're beautiful, but you do have a really thing. Yeah. No, you yeah. really wouldn't, I mean, there's nothing you could say. So I switch it around in their brain. So I say, well, what if you didn't have the pimple today? Would you have more fun? Just pretend like, and then they start thinking of solutions. So mm-hmm. you want their brain to start thinking of solutions or start thinking of alternative ways of taking on their day. And so I just start with what if. What if? Like, okay, I'm going to bomb my test tomorrow. Well, what if you don't? Yeah. What if it's easier than you thought? What if you do better? What if? And then their brain goes, it's, um, it's how the brain works. Yeah. If it hears a question, it starts searching for solutions. So that's my test tip on a friend that's whining. 
And also, um, just to add on, I feel like that's also when you like start to question a lot more things because I feel like in our brains we just start to make things up and make things a lot worse than they actually seem. So I feel like with asking a question that just also really helps to um, just like make it seem like it's less bad than it actually is because we just start building up these like pictures about everything's so bad or we're so ugly or we're gonna fail or do so horribly like but it's actually really not that bad which I really agree with what you're saying right there. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. I have another little hack if you want to hear it. Okay. Yeah. So let's have another little let's have another little tip if you have one. <laughs> yeah, um, I have a belief, another thing that I always teach people, and it helps, it, if, I, if you could believe this one yourself, and everyone that's listening to this could believe this, just, uh, just take it on as an idea, and then practice it, and then it, it just works so good. If you believe nobody ever wants to hear your story, you'll be less inclined to go on and on about it. If you just have a belief that people don't ever really want to hear your story, it's coming from like a negative place if you think of it like, oh, I went to school and I was telling my best friend, like, oh, I have this really big problem. If you have a really big problem and you're sharing that with your friend, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about just going on about whatever it is that you're repeating. Like if your friend comes to school and says, oh, I'm, I'm tired, let's just say, I'm tired, I was up all late, you know, late, late, late studying, blah, 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 I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired. They're going to tell you, and they're going to tell the other friend, they're going to tell the other friend, they're going to tell the other friend. This is their racket, right? And then yeah. they start negative spirals all over campus. So if you have the idea that nobody wants to hear your story, you're going to stop telling everybody you're tired. And then what else would you say? The brain's going to have to start thinking, what else am I going to talk about? Because nobody really wants to hear my story. And then people will come up with better things to talk about. And so that's a belief I would, as a hack. Believe that nobody wants to hear your story. You will filter everything that comes out of your mouth if you have that in your head. Yeah, and I feel like that's really true. And just, like, stop repeating the same story because every, like, even the, with the thing about, oh, I'm so tired, it's, like, always, like, an excuse. Like, oh, I'm so tired. I'm, everyone's always complaining about it. And, they're, every, and then it just keeps on, like, just creating so much negative energy anywhere, which I think that that hack is really helpful because I think that just shifting your perspective, and I feel like a lot that you talked about today was just shifting your perspective, which I think is from a different point of view that I personally never thought about thinking. Like, I never thought to think, maybe just ask, what if? And just simple things like that and changing your perspective. Um, I feel like you really provided so much insight on that, which was I think is going to be so amazing for all of our listeners to hear. And with that, I just... I'm going to close off this podcast. Thank you so much, Deborah, for being my second ever um, podcast guest on my second ever podcast. I am so grateful and as I was saying before, I really feel like you provided so much amazing insight and really just how to flip your mentality instead of always thinking that everything's so bad and just to be more positive overall, which I think is going to be really helpful for a lot of girls because I know the amount of negativity and just the bad attitude that a lot of people have. So, Thank you so much for your amazing insight today. And that's the end of this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. You are welcome. It was my pleasure to be here. Thank you. Take care.